Hey everybody, welcome to episode 36 of the Cyberbullies podcast. I'm Ken Worski. I'm joined by the Hyman Reconstruction himself. <laughs> Hyman Reconstruction. Sorry. Uh, Kyle Reese now. For anyone who missed episode 35, it's up on iTunes, all your podcasting sites. Subscribe, rate us, send us an email, cyberbulliespodcast at gmail.com. Episode 35, we watch Attempted. Do you remember watching that? I do. Okay. I, I re-listened. I just, I do. Oh, you did. I occasionally remember. Okay. <laughs> and I, you know, I'll be commuting to work. I'll be like, all right, let me just see what we talked about. <laughs> <laughs> and it's always when I'm writing the notes for like the the description. It's always like, what do I remember about what we said today? It's, it's it, it was a mishmash at best. As always, we tried to answer the following questions, which I do the night before I watch the next movie yeah so it's hard to remember i, I can't believe you wait two weeks because sometimes <laughs> sometimes we'll record like close together de- other times yeah it depends on how good the movie was and how fun like how funny it was but that's true this I, one i didn't sometimes i i'm searching no that last time was good because we were all so tired from work yeah we recorded on a thursday, uh, thursday night. yeah uh, 9 a.m today for may so horny <laughs> yeah i'm very excited rough one. yeah <laughs> uh i was telling dr mud three three nights no sleep Let's see what happens. I mean, we've had good results from this, so (laughs) it maybe isn't the best thing to do to reward you for it. (laughs) So we tried to answer the following questions. Did uh, VMAD and Momoa bang? Yes. No, they did it. Oh, my God. (laughs) It's time for a Twitter poll. (laughs) Uh, We get four results as always. (laughs) Are skulls and fossils the same thing? If John was here, we would get a lengthy discussion (laughs) of whether they are or not. He was quite upset. Yeah. He literally goes fossil hunting. Did you know that? <laughs> He's such a nerd. I thought you knew that when you no. said that. No, yeah, he he and Audrey and a, a friend of the show, Corey Heffernan, uh, went fossil. Hunt- they go fossil hunting periodically, and then they went to the fossil and. I know show. they went to the that yeah <laughs> that show that I'd show? rather go to the flat earther show. <laughs> I'd rather go to the cat show. <laughs> so it's fun. It's oh, R.I.P. Grumpy Cat. You know, I was going to mention so it. Sad. Only seven. Uh, so, That's crazy. So what we have to do, I think, is the Grumpy Cat movie from Lifetime. For, oh, it's great. The, ho- the for Christmas, Christmas one? Yeah, Christmas in July. Gonna, it's going to be Grumpy Cat. Okay. That's so good. Put good it on idea. the calendar, everyone. Be ready. R.I.P. Uh, you know, Grumpy Cat. <laughs> I was trying to think of what my favorite cats were. It's like Heathcliff. Yeah. Garfield. Garfield. Uh, not the town, the person. No. They're the cat. Not Bergen County's. <laughs> you said it like your dad says it. Garfield. <laughs> That's how they say it. I know. <laughs> uh, Morris the cat probably up there. Oh, okay. All right. You I, don't I, think I, so? I put Grumpy Cat way ahead of Morris. Mm. But, okay, I, I, but here's I, the thing. Hall of Fame considerations. Longevity versus peak. Grumpy um, Cat, higher peak. Morris, longer career. Yeah. But there's, was there only one Morris? That's the question, right? Because... It was probably a good fifteen years of Morris the Cat. Yeah, I, I mean, I think clear that Garfield's number one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I would say Heathcliff's two. Really? Mm. I like Grumpy Cat three, and rounding out my bracket, your your Mount Catmore. Yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, another. I don't know if I would have Morris up there. I, I can't really. Think of a, yeah, I can't think of another cat that's famous that I like. Did the cat on Elf have it? Uh, Elf. Oh, boy. <laughs> Alf. It's early, guys. Did the cat on Elf no, have a name? No, cats. I know, but didn't they have a cat that was old thing? He kept trying to eat it? They did. All right. Talk to me like I'm an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think Muffin... Uh, Muffin Morris oh, the cat. Oh, my God. I'm losing it, dude. I'm down. <laughs> I've, been re- I've been reading papers all day, every oh, day for God, three days. Awful. It's... uh, Guys, write in with your, uh, your Mount Catmore. Yeah. Like, we need a fourth, I think. All right. Whether th- it be, whether Grumpy Cat's the fourth or, fourth or third, we need a fourth cat. I I don't know how Morse isn't on there. All right. Because we because we can't think of another one. So that's what true. Else? That's true. I just don't. You know. Yeah. 
Mm. Maybe the cat from Inspector Gadget. Oh yeah, what was but the name? Of that? I don't know. See, I can't think of the name. But you're right. It, that was that's a pretty. Yeah, I mean, what the there was Thundercats? A, oh, you know who? No, was a good one. Is a uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch? OG. Yeah, yeah. Nick Bakai voicing the cat. <laughs> sure. It's a good one. That I go, but that? we don't know the names. I yeah, but we weren't fourteen year old girls. Actually, we probably were fourteen year old girls. But <laughs> we were just we were too old at the time it came out. We, if it had been like four years earlier, we would have watched the shit out of it. Probably. Oh boy. Yeah. So I guess Morris. Yeah. We'll 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 you know. You know what? We'll prepare for Christmas in July. We'll there'll be some cat talk. All right. <laughs> okay. We'll go to the cat house. <laughs> different thing than today. And, Cattery. Uh, <laughs> Cattery. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about it, but. Uh, R.I.P. Grumpy Cat. I did wake up to that news. Yeah, and I, was, sad. I, I was sad. Because I, I mean, because there, uh, the the Grumpy Cat Twitter feed is quite active usually. Yeah, yeah. And I've noticed now. Now that I saw that it hasn't been for like two months. Oh, so. you were on the case. So they followed me for whatever reason, but not the cyberbullies. Yeah, that seems like bullshit. Because uh, your feed's born of cyberbullies, or yeah, I hardly, I don't post anything. <laughs> cyberbullies don't. And either. um, yeah, and then all of a sudden I was like. They always say, would say something like, you know, a good like Monday one or a uh, Friday yeah, one. Yeah, right. They're keeping up the they're brand. Like, oh, it's Friday. And you're like, who cares? Yeah, time you to know. shit in a box. Yeah. yeah. I, I, yeah. yeah. I, I was legit. I don't know why. I mean, now, our country's going to shit. And I, what I'm sad about is Grumpy Cat, but here we are. I don't know if Grumpy Cat was sick, maybe. Is it, what, did did like, he or like, she have a disease yeah, that because caused they made their her, face that yeah. way? I don't know. Because that's like Lil Bub, too. You know Lil Bub? <laughs> Actually, Lil Bub might be on Mount Catmore. I don't know who Lil You don't know Lil Bub? No. All right. We might have to stop the podcast to show you Lil Bub because it's he's amazing. Okay, he has a little like real. He has kind of like a similar face, but without the scowl. But he's like kind of pushed in. Okay, and he's super cute, and he has right. like he has an app. He has like a weather app, so you get your weather from Lil Bub. <laughs> Fair enough. So he might be on there. For, he, okay. he's he's definitely like a post steroid era Hall of Famer. Like mm-hmm. you know, what I mean, he's he, he's not an OG. He's not original, but right, he, he's solid. Well, he does have a comic strip, so right. That's true. That's true. My brother keeps posting the new Heathcliff. There's a new writer for Heathcliff, <laughs> and they're they're so weird. I know they talk about this at the but it is so strange. Like, I it is worth your. Are time. they trying to make it like the far side or? something? Yeah, I think so. I think they're trying to be like hip and ironic, but yeah. it's just nonsensical because it's a cat, right? So it's just it's insane. I mean, I mean, we love Garfield. He eat lasagna, so yeah. I, look, <laughs> I, I got cat. All right, we, we can do this forever. <laughs> I know. I, I got cat opinions. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> and my last question was, how come there are no Boston accents in this movie? It is crazy, right? I, I know I said it during the podcast, but it is beyond nuts that there's not not even one. Like, it, it, this is what I hate about these movies. It did They didn't have to be from Boston. No, just make them from Connecticut. Yeah. Like, it's so close. No accent. Same yeah. distance. They're rich assholes. Like, it makes it's perfect. Th- exactly. It was just like someone got it stuck in their head. They're from Boston, but then they didn't go out of their way to hire Boston people. <laughs> Not one. Right. Like, I'm sure there's some. They, they hired a blonde woman. Yeah. Exactly. I, I mean, I saw Amy Adams in The Fighter. Like, yeah, you, know, you can that, get someone to do it. Yeah. It's not that oh, hard. She's so great. I know. She, she puts on like 20 pounds. She's so underrated. <laughs> I feel like she gets no credit for being awesome. Like, yeah. she's good at everything, and like, no I one know. talks about yeah. it. It's very annoying. What are you going to do? Yeah. All right. So the movie uh, we chose for episode 36 is 2004, 2004's Call Me Colin, The Rise and Fall of Heidi Fleiss. Oh, boy. Did you see? Did you look at the trivia for this on IMDb? No. So the original was, um, uh, oh, God, shit. Now I'm going to forget. It's a blowjob joke, though. So it was like Heidi goes down, the rise and fall of Heidi's Fleiss or something oh, like that. Oh, interesting. Yeah, but it was too racy. Well, all right. So even though there is swearing and nudity. Well, it's funny because for some reason my... Um, 
my uh, Fire Stick wasn't working last night. Mm, so you had to watch the YouTube feed. Like I, I watched did. YouTube. Oh, I did too on my phone because I had no. I bet it looked better wonky Wi-Fi, but I had to watch it on my little phone, which was terrible. Oh, because I had to type on the computer, obviously. But um, it seemed like the original version. Like, was there real nudity, or did they blur it out? It's not clear. Oh, okay. I think it aired. I think it's one of these that was made as a real movie that got put on TV. Yeah. So they did blur it out. But okay. I think it's a U. It was aired on USA, as best I can tell. Yeah, and then like because the 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 like the opening says USA, but then it has the LFC logo on the bottom of the, the at least the one I watched. Yeah, I think because LMC. I, I think whoever put it on YouTube was like, or it was a rerun. It wasn't the original airing. Correct. Yeah, so that's, nice. that's why. Yeah, but I think it was originally um, like a USA up all night thing. Uh, yeah. I do think they made it like a real movie and realized it's terrible. Yeah. And then put it like a lot because of Because there's a lot of swearing and a lot of nudity. Yeah. That. And and the part where uh where Heidi uh is getting introduced to Alex and she kind of like flashes her. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, oh well You're like, whoa. Yeah. I, first of all, I was not expecting it. Second of all, they do the the patented cut uh Meadows head off. Yeah, so right, right, right. In. Yeah. And I'm just like, Well Come on, man. It's just like, well, all right, you and I know that, but there's a lot of people that thought she got nude for that. Well, movie. especially in 2004, right? Before she... like there was internet sleuth nude detectives, like you know right, they're out there. Exactly. <laughs> I said these. <laughs> I couldn't do it fast enough. My brain's so slow. But you're right, though. I did notice that. So it looks like I think it's possible it was made for USA, but it's not clear. Yeah, so now we're back to it's finally warm in New Jersey, guys, and uh, there's gonna be landscaping night and day. <laughs> Where I live is just I'm I'm between like two big apartment buildings, and they're just constantly landscaping. Yeah, oil and lotioning. It's just oh my god. Look, we got ten nice days a year. Okay, we had one yesterday. Yes, yeah, true. It was beautiful yesterday. Uh, Today is nice. And there will be seven more before it's oppressively hot. That's true. It was cool. You're right. That was the big difference. But um, yeah. yeah. So okay. No, but you're right. I, so I think it's possible it was made in like like for the theater. Yeah, they, and, they, and they just realized Cause immediately because the, the actual like how it looks, right. not the editing, but how it looks is good. Well, it's hard to tell because like if you watch on the, my TV on YouTube with that, well, it's expanded. Right. It's fucking. You, you, people look like they're melting. <laughs> no, it's it's like grainy. Yeah, it's very bad. Yeah. Uh, and 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 most of these YouTube ones are no it's, shit. It's understandable, but now was know. it not on? The I movie? couldn't find it okay. anywhere else. Right. So because originally my Amazon was working, and like I did the search, and the the name of it pops up. Yeah, but, but then you click on it, it was the Rise of Fall of Mussolini. I'm like, well, we're uh, not doing that. Yeah, I mean, look, we haven't run out of movies yet. <laughs> I sent you two awesome ones yesterday. By yeah, the way, I haven't gotten a chance. Oh my god, you're gonna shit your pants. Yeah, it's so I'm I'm gonna say it's a movie that was made for the theater. They realized that they were trying to capitalize on Meadow. Yeah, and that's why they cast her, which we we will definitely talk about that. Um, I'm sure. Uh, and and then they realized after they made it, it's a piece of shit. Yeah, and they were like, "Well, fuck! How do we make money on this? Well, we'll sell it to USA because they'll run it. So I think they're owned times. by the they're owned by NBC, and so there's yeah. a chance like true. And they probably got a lot of people to watch it because all you need is like it's it's that thing of like just put it out. We get we'll make back whatever we make the first weekend. It's like the same thing. They're like, oh, yeah, like we'll true. get ten million people it's to like watch the Netflix this. model. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so this stars Jamie Lee Siegler as Heidi Fleiss. As uh, Kyle says, she's best known as Meadow Soprano on The Sopranos. It also stars Saul Rubinick as Dr. Paul Fleiss. He's in a ton of shit. Yeah, he's uh, a, a, a true man. It's a good actor. Yeah, fantastic uh, character actor. He's an uh, unforgiven, great role in Unforgiven. Yeah, that's, that was when I had him. Yeah. Unforgiven, true romance. Uh, also, Ivan, who is, who is Robert one of, Davi. One of the Fratelli brothers. Yeah. 
uh, who I best know. He's in a lot of stuff. Oh, too. Robert Davi's in a he. He's probably in four hundred movies. He's one of he's like the worst you've ever seen to like really great movies. Yeah. He's a diehard. You know, it's just he, like right. Uh, he has hair like John Taffer in this movie. Oh, I have, I have hair thoughts, man. And uh, Corbin Burnson yeah. is in this. Can I? One question I have about the movie is: could they could they have more characters who are bald and wear glasses? <laughs> I was so confused. Inside? Yeah. And with the grainy quality, I was like, oh, Kermit's Kermit oh, voice changed. I, that's the only That's the only reason I knew him is it was his voice. Yeah, I was. I kept like straining to understand. Because without was... that Indian's uniform on, <laughs> I really don't know it's him. Yeah, if he's not in the LA Law Law Office, then right. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, so that that was basically the four stars. I don't, Alex, I don't, you know, I don't think she's been in a whole lot that I know of. Oh, no, no. The, the madam, the, the, the madam, original yeah, madam. The original the, madam. Yeah. The OGM. Yeah. So uh, what else do you have for us? So it was called Going Down, the Heidi Fly story. Oh, all right. You know, which yeah. I think, really, again, when really they thought... hitting us over the head with it. Right. When they thought it was like a movie, I think that they thought they could get away with that, maybe. I don't know. Um, all right, Kenny. But seriously, before we start, have there ever been a more interesting story that they made uninteresting? <laughs> I I don't think I've been as angry at a movie. <laughs> I I don't want to I don't want to give anything away. Okay. I, just, I will say I've been angry at moments of these movies for sure, but I've never been as angry at a movie. Oh, like, literally. Like if the movie was like you asked it to step outside. Had an avatar would punch it in the face. Like I just I I I was so disillusioned. Like we do this, right? I like I do like these movies. I know we do it for fun, yeah. comedy, whatever. I, but I like watching them. This is just like it felt like such a waste of my fucking time. Oh god. All right. I'm gonna fucking fuck you. See? It is a waste of your time. <laughs> well luck. My my valuable time. People really, you know, I do a lot of important work. <laughs> In the community. All right. So we're going to go back. So this is a weird time in America, too. So March 29th, yeah. 2004. We're going to take a look at what did pop culture look like? And it's almost like uh, before uh, while we're feeling up here, it, it, it it's like, you're right. It's such a weird time. We got, we're got we in the middle of the Iraq war. We got the election going on, uh, heated election. And nobody's paying attention to what anybody's doing on television. Yeah. Like, this movie does everything besides have nudity. Yeah, P&V. It was just like, it, uh, the whole, th- it, I just feel like all of pop culture was like this. When you see what we talk about in a minute, it was just like on autopilot. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, no, I'm agreeing yeah. with you. Like, it's just like, you're like, oh, across this landscape of media, it's just. Because it was such like a odd time with everything else going on. Like, yeah, it's tough to focus. Just when we on. thought it wouldn't get worse, we we're like, God, this is—it's got to get better from here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oops! <I'm kidding. laughs> oh, our planet's burning up, and we're run by a madman. Great. Yeah, well, all right, well, lock it in. <laughs> just like, uh, <sighs> all right. <laughs> what can it be weirder than this? Yeah, right. Exactly. Like, oh, you know that guy that has the number one show on television right now? <laughs> He's yeah. gonna run the country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that guy who just told uh, Gene Simmons and Hulk Hogan they're fired. <laughs> Like what? What? Uh, this coffee's kicking in. This is good. All right. All right. Uh, no singing today. All right, we're both yeah early uh, morning. Yeah. Got to warm up the pipes. So at the box office, Ken, what was number one? March 29, thousand four. Again, okay. like all TV movies, the dead zone of actual movies. Like until yeah. very recently, right? Spring, you're dropping, <laughs> dropping, dropping loads. bad loads. <laughs> Fucking idiots. <clears throat> the Passion of the Christ. Ooh. So coming hot off of Easter you, release. You're trying to you're trying to throw me off right off the, right <laughs> out of the box. All right, I, maybe I maybe I'm not. <laughs> These are all ridiculous. Scooby Doo Two, Monsters Unleashed. Wow, <laughs> great title. 
Agent Cody Banks 2, Destination London. Why are these movies getting sequels? I'm telling you, they're just dumping them in the theater. It's before Netflix. It's before all this stuff. So there's no iTunes where you can make your money back. Besides Passion of the Christ, none of these movies would be in the theater so far. All right. And last but not least, Jersey Girl. The, the Kevin ben Smith Affleck movie. One? Yeah. Oh, that movie stinks. Um, yeah, it was a disappointment. Yeah, it's bad. Uh, I mean, I'll go Passion of the Christ. I mean... Incorrect. It was number two. So one of those other three movies is number one. <laughs> it's unbelievable. <laughs> what do you think it is? Agent I, Cody Banks 2. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Scooby-Doo 2. Scooby-Doo 2. Beat out Passion of the Christ. <laughs> yep. Wow. Now we're a few. We're probably a good couple. You know, what is that? Uh, that's got to be right at Easter, right? Like, yeah, around it. Yeah, I mean, so you would probably think... a little early, actually. Oh yeah, maybe early. Yeah, you're probably oh, right. Easter shifts. I mean, sometimes it is mid March. It's around St. Patty's Day sometimes. So. Yeah, so that could have been. I mean, you had to think they're timing it right. Like, it's it's about the I passion would, of the Christ, the Easter passion. Ken, you, you would think. I mean, I know everything about Christianity. I mean, the only thing I could think of is that it was actually Easter weekend. Yeah, and maybe people, people aren't. But they did like those movies. special screenings for like crazy Christians too, though, right? Like, I've never seen it. I watched like maybe forty minutes. Ufa. Yeah, it is harsh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess I appreciate that it's maybe hyper realistic instead right. of being like, yeah, it's. I read a I read a pretty good biography of Jesus not that long ago. It's called the Bible. No, <laughs> uh, uh, no, about like historical Jesus. It's very interesting. Mm. Life and times. Sure. He's a little guy. Going down, the rise and fall of Jesus Christ. Jesus. <laughs> or going up. It'd be going up, right? I would hope so. <laughs> I mean, he's going up on the cross, if nothing else. Uh, all right. <laughs> hey, look. You'll meet me in I'm hell. already going to hell. I was, was going to say, meet me there. Money Express train. They want, they want to hear this podcast in hell. All right. So, for TV, again, like you said, it's just it's all reality shows. It's all the same ones. Yeah. So, what was the highest rated episode of The Sopranos? Oh, that's a good question. So, I'm going to give you three choices. Okay. So there's the series finale, which you're aware of. Yeah. Fade to black. <laughs> I am, yes. Um, the ser- season premiere season three, so that's two th- fall 2001. I remember specifically where I was watching that. Mr. Ruggiero's Neighborhood, so the episode where they plant the microphone and the lamp. So these are all spoilers for that's Sopranos. The, that's a season three episode yeah, one. Yeah. Okay. That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm telling you. Oh, give me the synopsis. Yeah, I'm trying I don't to, know. Tr- all right. Well, fuck you. No, then. just. <laughs> season four premiere. For all debts, public and private. Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, I, I, I didn't paste the synopsis. So there you go. Fuck you. Okay. You don't get that one. So the following season. I think that's the one she's doing the spec house. Carmella. That sounds right. There was a. I when I was looking at the plot summaries, it so much happens. It's, oh, it's a lot. I every yeah. episode is like. Well, that's why people complain. There's so many holes left open. But all well, right. Yeah, but because you have. 19 characters well, and, that's they, the thing. and they do something every episode yeah they do it's i couldn't believe because i was literally like i'll just write like one line about what happened here and i just wrote the lamp episode because it's the only thing i could think of yeah. like but that episode has 15 other do you things remember happening. how they get the lamp out of there no it's, it's so realistic the I, water heater breaks oh yeah that's right yeah it floods it floods yeah oh my god you're right. the whole the episode is brilliant the whole episode is them trying cre- to yeah. creating recreating this lamp to look exactly like the one in his basement yeah it's like this anti they get in there they take it out that the water heater breaks and it's like they're like shit <laughs> fuck <laughs> so yeah great. That, that was that actually might be my favorite episode that's really good um so season four premiere as well for all debts public and private um, so that, I think that's the one where Meadow is hanging out with the, her new roommate, uh, the, the fucking crazy one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Caitlin. Yep. I, don't know. I know who you're talking about. She yeah. pulls her hair out. Yes. Um, or the season five premiere, the return of Feech Lamana. 
Mm. All right. So we got. So 2001, 2002, 2003. And then the finale? And then the finale. All right. So it's the highest ranked. Highest. highest rated. It's not, I tell you what, it's not season three. Okay. Because I, I still think people were getting on board. Yeah. I think after that season, I think after season two, it blew up. Season three, like, it was still word of mouth. But then after that, everybody watched that show. Yeah. It was, when's the last time, like, you had to be home at nine o'clock? I guess Thrones, maybe. Well, part of the reason I I was able to find it so easily is because Game of Thrones broke some of these records. Right. For individual episodes. But they, yeah. they were all Sopranos before that for HBO. Yeah. Yeah, and, and like Thrones I like, but I watch it the next day. Like, there's no chance I was missing Sopranos. Yeah, and I don't know how they're calculating any of this, like, for Yeah, rewatch, because now whatever. it has HBO Go yeah. and all that stuff. Anyway. Uh, yeah, it I does seem unfair. I think they're probably, like, even though I like Sopranos more, they're probably of equal uh, popularity, I would say. Yeah, about. And I think it's maybe in some ways harder for Game of Thrones because there are more options. So yeah, Correct. Yeah. Like, there's just more channels and streaming right. outlets. So yeah. yeah, you're right. But you can also stream it, so it does. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, sorry. So I'll. I mean, I think the obvious answer is the finale. But so I'll say the finale. But I probably think ep, uh, season five. You could not be more wrong. Oh wow! I gave it to you in the actual order. It was season three. So, That's yeah. so interesting. Yeah, I think. Um, Wait, no. So finale yes, was the top. No, rated? so no, so no. Finale was possible? the lowest rated. How was that possible? I think because of all the time off. Like between the seasons, that people just lost interest and didn't oh, watch. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, and because everyone went down, so it was twenty two point six million for the season three premiere, which is monstrous for HBO. Which I think is your logic, actually. That word of mouth had caught up to the show. Yeah, and the show had been off long season enough. Season two was so good. Yeah, no, it's you're right. Mo- maybe the best season of television. It's ever. great. One of them. It's it, no, it's fantastic. And it was just like holy shit. Because like I remember season one ends with with uh his mother setting him up yeah, and yeah i remember yeah. being disappointed a little be like oh man like that's how they're ending the season well because then she died though right in real she, life yeah. which, which kind of changed the whole storyline did not disappoint no yeah was like holy well, shit because they were gonna have her like they were gonna have them battle it out that whole season and then yeah. she just died so they were like we got to rewrite it which is probably why it was more interesting right or, or more exciting or not yeah. it would have been good but yeah. Yeah, so yeah, so wow. 22.6. Wow. So which just got broken whatever last week and probably will be broken again this week. Yeah, I would think so. But but again, I don't know if they're counting streaming or what. It, it's wild though. It is. Like that's a lot of people. And that's a serious finale 11.9. So half. Yeah. Wow. But but again, I think it's because it took so long to make and they oh, just man. didn't put them out. Cuz that was what 2007. Yeah, it was. I remember racing home yeah i was i was at my parents house so it must have been forgetting i forgot where i was i mean i know where i live christmas or summer no it was uh or spring break or something i remember why i think it was like the winter because i I remember racing home to to get home and i was watching it in my basement and and everybody had the same story yeah right we were watching (laughs) it in the basement and at that time a lot of power outages in ringwood oh yeah cable outages and it went black, and I'm like, I literally went and checked. <laughs> you ran through a glass window. I was <laughs> like, ah! I, I went and checked like the the box, and yeah. then I, saw, I was like, oh my god, like I just couldn't believe it. Yeah, I looked at my dad. I was like, and he's like, oh, you know, he's trying to feast their yeah. or else. And it's but like, say what you want about it. Everybody fucking had an opinion. About I loved it. it. I loved it too. Yeah, I was like, why are you it be mad about a, this? It took me a while, but I I loved it. It's smart. It was. That's what the whole show was about. It was yeah. about not knowing what happens. Exactly. When you're in the mob. So <laughs> it could happen any time you could get whacked. Right. It, it, it's your best friend who does it, right? And he, and he did. <laughs> yeah, it just. He got whacked. 
they've been filming um and I, I think I told you this, but before I moved from Montclair, I uh I went to holsters for Oh yeah, yeah. I had never done it and I was coming it's out, great. and I was coming back from getting my taxes done. Oh boy. And I was like, what a better treat than to go do this. Did you get a, a milkshake? What'd you get? I got a banana split and a milkshake. Yeah, it's delicious. It's and so good. it's so crazy because I had never been there and I went in mobbed except for that booth. Now, yeah. I don't know if they don't let people sit in they there. They might not. I don't think they do because I feel like when I went in there, the booth was empty as oh, well. Okay. They had a little tiny, like a tiny, tiny sign, like a little folding, like, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, this is the booth. The, yeah. Don't touch now, it. Now, I don't know if they leave it open for like people that want to take pictures, oh, maybe. which would make sense. Yeah. You know, I did the same thing. I walked in, I looked at it, and I sat down. Because I was ate. just like, going to go take a picture in it, but I was like, you know what? Who gives a shit? <laughs> Nobody cares. Yeah. But it. It's a weird thing because it's right. So for people who don't know, in Bloomfield, New Jersey, where they filmed the the finale or that that final scene. scene where Meadows trying to park or whatever, it's so funny because it's just like a regular street. You know, there's like oh yeah, there's like a pet store and a restaurant and yeah. like there used to be a great taco place, which is why I used to go up there all the time. And it was always a pain in the ass to park. And I would oh, think, it's terrible. And I would think about it every yeah. fucking time trying to parallel park there with the traffic. Yeah, and it happened to me. It was like a it was a Saturday night. And it sucked parking there. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is so great. Yeah, I was like, I get this. <laughs> I do get this. This is couldn't have so they're filming right now, right by where I work oh, for for the prequel right, right, yeah. for the movie. Yeah. Um, actually they're filming two movies at once, like right in Newark, which is crazy. Mm. So they're filming um the Philip Roth novel, uh, The Plot Against America. It's great, actually. I think you like it. Okay. Um it's sort of about Charles Lindbergh running for president as a celebrity who's uh, an anti Semite <laughs> and then he wins. <laughs> written in 2004 so you yeah, know you so go. it's a timely novel uh it's really good and so but it's, it's set in newark so they're filming all over mm. newark and so they're filming the sopranos prequel like right by campus so like they, they they actually sent out a thing to all of us like if you want to be an extra blah 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 oh, sure. yeah i was like oh boy <laughs> i know i haven't seen any celebrities but uh, you know uh, it's tony soprano's son uh what's fucking what's his name aj yeah G- no gandolfini's son is playing him oh okay. or playing his dad or whatever the fuck it is yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. interesting yeah is it? I don't know. I think so. Good for us. All right. Number one song, March 29, 2004. Okay. This is, I feel like you should be locked into this, but, okay. you know, just given when and where. Sure. Clay Aiken, mm-hmm. Solitaire, Evanescence, Immoral, Ursha Raymond featuring Lil John. Yeah. Wow. Ursha Raymond solo, Burn. Yeah. So. All right, so yeah came out in 03, because I remember where I was when I heard that for the first time. Yeah, because I remember being out and it was cold. <laughs> I, I I know that's an insane thing to say. And but. yeah, so uh, maybe it was 04. Uh, now I'm getting confused, confusing myself sometimes. <laughs> uh, Burn was big. Clay Aiken, I don't know if that ever, and that stupid Evanescence song was big. Right, Dare, like Daredevil soundtrack. Oh yeah, oh that great movie. Yeah, boy, what a run of stinkers for yeah, Ben Affleck. Seriously, uh, impressive he made a comeback though. Give him credit. I know. Um, hmm, this could be really be anything. I know I want it to be Burn because I like that song. Mm. But I'll, I'll go. Yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah. It was. It was. I think number one for a number of weeks. Yeah. And that that li- yeah, the and those are all the top ten. But like you know, <laughs> I was trying to throw you off. All right, so that was March 29th, two thousand and four. <laughs> Wow. It's time to be alive. All right. 
All right. First so. time I see you do that. <laughs> well, I got to switch it you up. You did a little like, almost like uh, Michael Jackson in a bad. <laughs> Could think of the, I almost said fat. It was weird now. <laughs> I prefer that one. Yeah, me too. Um. All right, so we open up our favorite outside a courtroom. Oh my god! I was like, "Yes, movies. like he's gonna hate this already." But, but I will say they did not commit the ultimate sin of being set in the courtroom. They, no, we they ne- we never actually go we inside. We literally get one minute of courtroom scenes <laughs> in this movie. It's so weird. So, like, the first thing I notice is, all right, so she gets into the courtroom, and we hear a voiceover. Of well, her- you're not you're not even starting where they start. The first minute is just news clips of the 1980s and 90s. Yeah, like why? It's just like George W. George H. W. Bush, Bill Clinton. Um, OJ, there's just like the random, like, like just so we know what year like it a, is. Like a high schooler's scrapbook of me. <laughs> right. It, it's like, it is exactly like that. Like, what were the big things these four years? But they covered stuff from like 1986 to like 1997. It was right. so weird. And So after that, it opens uh, with her going to court. We have a voiceover of Heidi Flay saying the worst part of a trial is waking up early. That's the joke they started oh, with. Oh, God. This is, this thing is like a lead balloon, man. And it, it just is like, it, then they bust through like 10 seconds of the whole movie yeah and i'm like all right i'm trying to type i'm like fuck this i can't You're like what is happening this. well because it's so stupid because you again when you tell a real person's story you know what happens so we need the parts we don't know yeah like her early right childhood. how did she get there like what's the secrets of the business like it's kind of like the britney thing we didn't learn anything no. right no. Well, I mean, except we had JT, right? There's no JT in this movie. <laughs> no. Robert Davi's no JT. No, I wish he was. No comic relief. He should have been funnier. Yeah. I mean, I know he's like kind of a misogynistic Turkish man, but like they could have done something with it. I was so mad that there was nothing funny. She, and she kept saying lines like that in, in the most unfunny way. Right. She's not fun. No. Oh. No. She's not comedic, which is fine. Right. But not th- everybody can be g- g- funny. Right. But they try to make her have these little quips that maybe the real Heidi Fleiss right. was I, funny, which I, I actually, believe. I actually had that thought of like, if they had just cast Heidi Fleiss, this is probably an interesting movie. Yeah. Because she probably was funny and I cute. believe she was. Because she has that like, uh, from what I remember, she had that like, kind of, she knew like how to play up to the cameras, like yeah. the arrogant attitude. Right, because that's what they're trying to show. And, like, but like, she can't do that. She's not sassy. No. And, and, and so she's trying to be they sassy. They needed Shannon Doherty, Doherty to be. You're Heidi totally Fleiss. right. Like, as I was watching this, I, I can't. I was just like so miscast. And I understand she's too old at the time. I don't know, though. I mean, they can make her look younger. And in 2004, she's probably what, mid 30s? I don't think she's that old. So, yeah, so she definitely. Probably 30. Right, but Sigler's like our age. Yeah. I know. She's maybe four yeah. years younger than us. She's so miscast, and it kills the whole movie because it's told and, from her point of view, right? And she vaguely looks like Heidi Fleiss. So, like, again, really, the, you the can woman get any brunette who plays like kind of her friend, confidant yeah. person, looks more like Heidi Fleiss, actually. True. And it's like, fucking these spam calls are ridiculous. Oh, I know, I've been getting a lot too lately. I, and I thought she was better looking and more interesting. Like she played it better when she's like kind of joking with her in the locker room, the, the, the hooker locker room, wherever they are. <laughs> it was kind of fascinating too. And I was like, I actually wrote down this is one of the few times where the TV movie version of the person is actually less attractive and interesting than the real person. Yeah. Like Heidi Fleiss at that time. Like she's yeah, yeah. maybe not she as got well. But weathered by the drugs. Yeah, yeah, right. She does look like an old drug addict. But like at the time, she was hot. And like yeah. Sigler does nothing in this movie to be attractive. No, and she's beautiful, obviously. We're right, like as a human being, but like in the role, she's not yeah, she's sexy. Not. No, no, it no, just no. doesn't work. Oh, I, I hated it. Not sexy, but she should be. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
So she said she's always had a thing with older men, the first being her dad, which I thought was an odd line. Okay, I've always had a thing for older men. The first one was my dad. What the fuck is going on? I don't know. Her dad is, is the most aloof guy. Right, he's just like, oh, you want to be in the sex op- business? Yeah, they openly talk about how she's a prostitute, openly talk about how she's a madam. Money money laundering. They're he just watches discussing the money it. like Leo gets. He does. Like, Poorly, I might add. Yeah, I know. It's kind of fat. Well, he's a pediatrician. Like I know. Why would he know how to do it? <sighs> why is she trusting him with her money? There will never be another 27-year-old who ran the sex business like I did. Yeah, because you're running it like you're fucking your dad. Yeah, it was... She ran it poorly. She ran it out in the open. Like, no well, they were repercussions. Try, again, they didn't set up the thing of, like, buying off the cops. Like, there's a well, lot of that, but it's not clear... They set it up, and then she denies the guy. Right. Yeah, yeah. She's like, no freebies. No, it's not a freebie. He's doing you a favor. You do him a favor. Right. That guy was weird looking, too. He was weirdly he was old. Brad Pitt. I know, but he... he he looked like he should be 25, but he was like he 40. He looked like he was like Swedish or some like Oh, maybe. Yeah, Nordic. yeah. He looked vaguely familiar too, yeah. but again, with the copy, it's hard to tell. But I've always had a thing for older men. The first one was my dad. That's supposed to be funny, but the way she says it, it's, it's like- creepy. Right. You're like, oh, are you okay? What yeah, happened? And the dad seems like nice. Yeah, he's totally fine. Yeah, there was nothing like physically he no, was right. doing to them. There's or, no implication of sexual abuse Or at any all. abuse. He just almost let them do whatever they want. Right, which and, is why that line makes no sense. Right. Like, it, it just doesn't track. Like, no. if you're going to give her, like, daddy issues or whatever, if that's the story, then, then build it into the story. But she just says that, like, this is what a normal human says. Like, you guys are all wrong about me. I'm normal, and this is a normal thing to do. Also, I want to fuck my dad. It's like, you can't have both. <laughs> oh. Uh, so she ran a babysitting ring as a teenager, a little, like, kind of prelude to her running the... the prostitution ring yeah her, mo- her mother informs her that her parents are getting a divorce she dropped and this like breezes by this is like five minutes not even yeah. not even like and that's fine minutes. like i don't mind it moving but this whole movie was a montage it there's was not that's a single scene where there's like actual things and happening. that's what i was telling you before we started i have a lot of problem with with the edits of this movie so she drops uh heidi oh, go- we were talking montage oh okay so she drops out of college and got her real estate license she starts dating older men. She wants any man over 40. She loves their material possessions. Yeah, she's like, the older they are, the better. They have a walker. And it's, again, it's all supposed to be funny. Like, right. tongue-in-cheek, like, sassy, sexy talk. And as a man, 40 and over, I did not find it sassy or sexy. No. I was like, this is gross. Yeah. Like, it just, it's no. a waste of time. Right, right, right. Just like, ah, it's so weird. She, she meets Alex, who's the best madam in Hollywood. Alex doesn't have a bank account to hide the money from the IRS. IRS. Erin Arshyster. Alice asks if <laughs> Heidi wants to work for her. Heidi shows Alex her... <laughs> this is very strange. Heidi shows Alex her boobs and Alex hires her. She gets mad at her older boyfriend, Ivan, because he gets a finder's fee from Alex. Yeah, he like basically sold her off. And, but like, they she's, still date after that. Right, she's really mad about it, and then she's, but then she's like, I'm really turned on by this. Like, yeah. three seconds later. I know. Very strange. Yeah, and then she has to show the madam her boobs to be qualified. Yeah. Like, you could tell if she's pretty or not. Correct. I mean, I guess maybe she was checking for fake boobs. I don't know. It's 1990, so I have no idea. Exactly. Or maybe a little earlier, 80, 88, 89. Uh, Heidi. Oh, okay, sorry. I think we're not to the point. I only took like four notes, so it might not okay. be there yet. Heidi meets Lauren, who's supposed to teach Heidi how to be sexy. Interesting. Now, yeah, it's makeover it so time weird. as Heidi gets dolled up. Another montage. Uh, also, the music in this scene was very interesting. The yeah. music overall was weird. I think because it's YouTube, they were trying to... And there's a lot of dead spots in the YouTube. Yeah, they were trying to mask the music so it didn't get taken down. Because oh, okay. it's like gotcha. they were using like real songs. 
Oh, that was like sense. it was actual pop because at first I was like, that sounds like oh, it is that song, but they had it so low, yeah, yeah, so yeah. it wouldn't get caught by the filter. I think. Uh, Alex breaks down the rules for Heidi that everything costs extra, as nothing is for free. Uh, Heidi learns all the ropes of the madam business from Alex. He needs you to dress up, nurse, Nazi. Those are her two examples. Yeah. Extra. Yeah, like what, nurse or not? Those are the two big That's ones. It, I guess. Oh boy. Uh, Heidi gets sent on her first gig. It was with with an unnamed rock star. Who do you think that was supposed to be? By the way, I wrote down here. Who is that rock star supposed to be? <laughs> He's a drummer, or is he? Or is he a guitarist? I, I couldn't forget. follow the. It was really hard like, to they follow. Show him at the end. Yeah, there's no sound, so it's kind well, of. Well, they mentioned Billy Idol a lot in the movie, mm. and I know he was in her Black Book. Oh, interesting. So I, my guess is him. Okay, because he would have been about the right level yeah. of fame at that moment, like famous enough, but maybe not. Rock the Cradle of Love hadn't happened yet. Okay, where he, where he really came back. Yeah. It's true. I mean, I, I I'm not trying to disparage Billy Idol. I I don't know, but they do mention him more. Well, I'm he, sure he listens. So he does. He loves it actually. <laughs> no, and he's one of these guys who, um, or no, sorry, in the movie they only mention like three or four people by name, and he's one of them. So it's like Charlie Sheen, Billy yep. Idol, um, and like there's like a movie producer I can't remember which one. Okay. So, somebody we would know, but not famous, yeah, yeah. famous, right? And that's the only people through the whole. So they must feel a hundred percent sure if they're mentioning the name. True. Do you know what I mean? Like they don't. They're not going to get. They're sued. not going to get sued, right? Yeah. Uh, she tells him it's $1,500, and at first he refuses to pay. Then he agrees after she threatens to walk away. Now we get a <laughs> montage. Although he does kind of look like Kurt Cobain, kind of. Yeah, you know? he looks like, yeah, it was weird. He didn't look like Billy Idol, let's put it that way. I know, but I think maybe that was the, I don't know. Yeah. Now we get a montage of her flying on private jets, doing drugs, banging movie stars. I'm pretty sure the dirt of this movie was also on coke. Uh, she tells her brother, this was very strange, She te- she's in the mall with her brother and yeah. tells him that she has sex for money. She comes out and says it. Well, they're like walking, he's like, he's, she's like, do you want new sneakers? He's like, no, I like the sneakers. He's like, I don't care about material things. He's yeah. like, whatever, it's not a big deal to me. She goes, well, I can buy you whatever you want because I sleep with people for money. Yeah. And he goes, oh, okay. Yeah. It's like, it's not like, what? Like yeah. The, the, he, yeah. The record scratch. Like, it, they might as well have had that. That's how stupid this movie is. And yet, you know what I really hate too? You mentioned this, or you, you said this before the pod, and I think we need to talk about it. The editing, because it's all a montage, because there's no real, you never are really in a place for any amount of time. No. It's just, and, and I know film nerds, I look, I took an exam in film history and theory. I know all You movie, know everything. I know movies are montages by their nature because they're cut together. Okay, so mont- we're using a specific sense here. Um, but it's, they kept cutting back to that highway. Like they would do that nighttime highway scene between every scene. Yeah, because they had to fill time. Right. So they're like, transition. And they go into this next scene. Yeah, it's all in No is. connections. Yeah. It's an episode of CSI. There's 50, right. Exactly. But not, but, but not good. A hundred times less satisfying. Correct. Like nobody takes their sunglasses off <laughs> <laughs> or puts them on. I don't know. I don't remember which order it's in. <laughs> that is funnier than anything is said in this entire movie. <laughs> Uh, and they're trying to be funny like i don't get it yeah it's it, it's weird because it's it's a light it really is a light-hearted movie on something that's very serious well but that's the thing is you can make that movie but you need to cast the right person yeah do you know what i mean like there's a funny version of this movie where she's not a cokehead and people aren't getting arrested like they've done this before with other stuff right like it, there's other kinds of movies like this about serious things they make funny yeah but like they make it a black comedy, but it's not. Nobody's funny in it. No, like Robert Dobby's not funny. No. I like him. He's a fine. Alex actor. isn't funny. No, the cop isn't funny. There's no. nothing funny happening. No, Saul Rubinick can be funny, and he's not. Even, he's kind of funny. He's kind of like I don't know. I'm just a dad, but yeah. you know, I'm a bumbling dad. He's the highlight of this movie. You have to cast someone else. You want this movie to be funny because, and I think they cast her thinking. You Sopranos, know what? She can't. She can't be bitchy. Right. 
and but she's not sassy enough. Like she's yeah. just not. There's no edge. So when she makes these comments, it's like, ugh. Nobody, how can you take, a, take her serious? You're just reading off a page. It just right. it's it has no inflection, has no. And so I think they cast her because of Sopranos, thinking, they oh, we'll, we'll ride this right. Like she's famous yeah. as a help our movie instead of just casting the best person. And true, and, and it fucking ruined which was it. Shannon Doherty. Oh yeah, or, or like t- or TAT. Oh sure, she could have done this. She's too she's too busty. Beautiful. Yeah, she, you know, they need someone like slighter. You know, she's just yeah. a smaller woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, oh my god, it's just disappointing. Yeah, I I'll tell you what, Tori Spelling would have been better. That's that's saying something. I know. You think about Coed Call Girl and this, like yeah. Well, I like Coed Call Girl. <laughs> I know that's my point, and she's terrible, but. Or not terrible, but she's one note. But that one note would work here, and it doesn't work there. <sighs> Sorry, I'm very... No, the, the I know. The casting it's killed fine. me. I was we so can, mad. We can through it. So, uh, uh, hold on. Oh, so now we meet Corbin Burton, who's... Who do you think he's supposed to be? Weinstein? That was my thought, but, like, he's almost... I, I, it's hard to tell because he seems older. At the, yeah. The, at the way time. they have him, like, made up and his hairline and everything. That's the first person I thought of. That would be, too, because he's gross and weird. Correct. And, and obviously a fucking rapist. Uh, he so. plays a sleazy producer, has trouble performing. Heidi basically tells him fantasy story about him winning an Oscar and he's oh, able to perform. Dude, painful. It was terrible. Her dirty talk is so bad. It's atrocious. Like, again, it's almost like she'd never heard it before. And they obviously swear in this movie. Right. So they could have made it filthy. Right. But she's just doing like, oh, and then you win an Oscar. It's just like, yeah, <laughs> it's like Marianne she, from Brooklyn. Like it yeah, just doesn't she's not work. Sexy at all. You're oh. right. uh, she said the big money was being sent to the or the big uh, money was with the foreigners. A Saudi prince orders her. But oh yeah, that moved the sound in that part broke out. So I don't know why he got so upset. Oh no, like, she was talking about politics. Yeah, she was talking about Middle East politics because she's Jewish and he's Saudi and he hates right. Israel. So she brings it up and he throws her out. Basically, basically. okay. Uh, so then she's still dating Ivan even after she's a call girl, which I found strange. Well, yeah, he was like all into it. But yeah. Then she's like, we have nothing in common. And I don't know. Yeah, because you're 30 years older than her. Right. Like this guy, uh, I have. So one of the, so one of the things about Ivan, the real Ivan, uh, Naj, as it's, as we learned, Ivan Naj, <laughs> spelled Nagy, um, is that he is a, he was a real director and producer. Mm-hmm. And so one of the movies I sent you, that Captain America 2. Oh, okay. He directed that. Oh, God. He directed the TV movie of Captain America back when no one wanted to make those movies. Yeah, which is amazing. Yeah, it's terrible. I watched a little bit of it. I and this it is why nobody made those movies is because these movies were so bad. Right. He he was a porno director, basically. He was a TV movie director yeah. who became a porno director. <sighs> so when he says, like, I'm a big director, where he directed, like, Starsky and Hutch and, like, things like that. Right. Ugh. Uh. Okay, uh, so Heidi basically takes over Alex's prostitution ring. Alex gets pinched and goes to jail. Yeah, she well, she gets sold out by Heidi, right? Or Ivan? I forget what happened. Yeah, one of them, one yeah. of them rats sells on her. her down the river. Yeah, uh, Ivan announces, uh, commits Heidi to take over the business. Uh, says he'll make her the most powerful woman in Hollywood, which they become like partners, but that's not really said until later. Well, yeah, when he later he's like, I'm not getting my cut. And yeah. I'm like, what I'm cut? Like, why would you get a cut? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, she's doing all the work. She yeah. coordinates all the fucking. She does. She's on the phone constantly. Yeah, she's doing, she's fucking and coordinating fucking. Like, that part seemed like the only time where I felt like she was actually in charge. So, in the meantime, Alex gets out of jail on probation. Heidi starts stealing Alex's girls and offering them a burger percentage of the take. But you're, Heidi- right, you're right about that, though. I didn't even think about that. The part of the movie is like, the story of the movie is that she's it's about a woman being in charge and yet we never really get that no like you do for maybe a brief moment right. where she's by the pool she's ordering everybody yes. around and that was the part that was probably the best yeah it felt and, like the most like organic but first like, of all, people there's were too much ivan in this movie <laughs> 
there just is. He's in almost every scene, and he's like, I like the guy, I like the actor. <laughs> I know, but like the character sucks. Yeah, it's it's weirdly told from his perspective. It is for a movie. It is. It is though. But it, for a movie that's supposed to be about I don't her, shit about Ivan. But it's about her and told by her, right? So we start with the movie starts with her voiceover, and she tells the story, and then she falls away. There's no more voiceover. And it's so funny because they make her the, the victim still in the movie, right? Which. If this movie's made now, it's not made that way. Well, that's what I'm saying. When they were trying to make that movie where she's the hero. Right. So just make it that way. Exactly. Why? why make her we... she's powerful. She took too many risks and got caught. Yeah. Because that's what really happened. And that's a good story. Right. Like, this is why I'm mad about this is because it's a great story. Yeah. And she's flamboyant about it. She didn't give a fuck about getting caught. Right. And she, she was, got caught. She was all over the media. She was doing interviews. She loved it. Yeah. She liked her life. And that's what made the movie so bad. She was never scared. I mean, they never make her scared in the movie, but she's never scared from what I understand of her story. There's only that one point in the movie where Corbin Burnson finally says to her, like, if you name names, we'll kill you. Basically, yeah, he threatens her. Right? But, but that, because she's like, oh, we'll still be friends. And he goes, mm. no. He's like, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, oh, like that moment should have been the big moment and of the movie. Ex- and it kind of was like, Ugh. they explained everything, how looked like this, this town was built on the the backs of these people right. that now you're going to fuck over and this is you know I, look i've i've been to la once i don't know anything about it no but i'm but like, again, i assume it's scummy and shit oh of course you've seen chinatown if nothing right. else right like it just right it's so infuriating that the movie should have been fun like it should have been the rise of her having fun it's all fun and game she's a cokehead yeah. she loves it she's in control and then now, not the arrest is fine, right? Like she, but then they come to her and say, like, look, if you flip on us, you're fucking dead. And yeah. like that becomes and the he movie. He doesn't even say that though. I know, but but he's good though. Yeah, he, I actually he wrote says that was without the, say- that was the best oh, acting in the whole. I know, but that was- he, he says it without saying it. Yeah, and like yeah, you had to think of like oh, like she's they're gonna kill because she's so naive and and like. And maybe that was maybe the only and, part. And she did. She felt it invincible, which they do portray in this movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm sure she was really. Because like, a couple of times people say to her, like, aren't you doing too much coke? She's like, ah, oh, fuck you, you know? Yeah. Or even just like how, like, she didn't care. Like, yeah. she, as she advertised, she advertised parties. It, like, it was crazy. It was, yeah. I just, but it wasn't, it should have been fun. Like, that, the rise should have been more fun and the fall should have been more scary. And so they did neither thing well. It just felt like a one note movie the whole way. So yeah, we could kind of. I mean, there's not that much more to this. We so kind of went through it. I have like I only I literally have like no. Four I have notes. a lot. I, I don't have that many notes really. <laughs> so one of the things I wrote is when she's fucking the athlete. Yeah, and I was like, he looked he looked like a cross between Dion and Kobe. He did, right? Yeah, I was. Like, I thought he was supposed to be Dion. For a I second. did too. I was like, holy shit, Dion's in this movie. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't realize it wasn't him. Um, that, so that was weird. And then I wrote, this is uh, this is terrible acting, like as if it was translated from English to Japanese to English. Yeah. Like the way the writing is so stilted and they're all. It's just bad. Yeah. It's it's, it's a, like when what it, this home movie remind me of was when they do like a supercut on how this get made. Right. Exactly. And the whole movie was like that. It was so fast. And so it's, and I don't know if they were doing that to be like, look, that well, her life was fast. And sometimes they do that with these movies. Oh, for sure. Like when for they, sure. When they do like but when they do it in Boogie Nights, it's great. Like when they're breezing through because everybody's on coke and they're like, yeah, sh- right. Like, it's a three-hour all- movie. They have to breeze through some stuff. This is an hour and twenty minutes. Hour and twenty minutes. So <laughs> they, hour they, twenty-one. They couldn't even squeeze out a whole movie. Yeah. With this nonsense, I I want to I want to play one. See, I'm trying to find it. All right, I wrote oh, it down, but fifty-five minute mark was the one I I wanted to go through. When uh, Ivan hold on, call- fifty-four fifty to fifty-five when, ten. Ken? When <laughs> Ivan calls her to go out to dinner. I'm, I'm pulling it up because there's no describing it. I wrote that the exact same thing. I this is insane. I just wrote this is like the room. Fifty. Yeah, I wrote. Ivan Colter has the most insane phone conversation. <laughs> Fifty-five minute mark. 
sometimes we, we are sad. All right, hold on. Sometimes I had I had it up in my yeah. I know, right? I I had it I had it keyed, and then my browser crashed. Of course, because God forbid anything fucking work in this world. <laughs> uh, unbelievable. It, it is the room. You're right. Right. Because I was like, why am I laughing at this? And I realized, oh, no one's, everyone's talking before someone finishes talking. No one's listening. They're just saying their lines, but like robotically, it's so bad. All right. Uh, let's see here. Oh, she was Jamie Lynn Descala back then. Oh, right. She was married. Yeah. To, to her, like her agent, as it turned out. Oh, sorry. I'm in a meeting here. Can I call you back? No, Heidi, wait. We need to talk, but not on the phone. Understand? Stay away from your phone. Right. Meet me tonight for dinner at 7. Walk the hotel. Okay, honey. Say yes, Yvonne. Yes, Yvonne. Okay, honey. Don't forget, cutie. It's very It's insane. It's insane. <laughs> what is happening? That's some good news. It's so crazy for no reason. They don't do that at all the rest of the movie. I, I gotta hear it again because. Yeah, how's it going? Not so hot. I miss you, honey. Maybe we get back together. I'm in a meeting here. Stay <laughs> back. No, Heidi, wait. We need to talk, but not on the phone. Understand? Understand. Stay away from your phone. Right. Meet me tonight for dinner at seven. Walk a hotel. Okay, honey. Say yes, Yvonne. Yes, Yvonne. Okay, honey. Don't forget, cutie. Bye. Turn <laughs> She, it's crazy. <laughs> That's Tommy Wiseau. That is Tommy Wiseau acting. How just like, editing? hi. <laughs> oh, hey, Mark. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> he does. He's just like, hi, honey. Okay, stay off of the phone. <laughs> you called her on the phone. <laughs> Dunce. John Taffer hair. Yeah, that, that scene is where you can see it's painted on. He looks like Eddie Munster. It's crazy. Because how old is he? Sixty in real life at this point? Oh, that's a good question. Mid fifties at least. Yeah, you would have to think, right? Like, because he's probably thirty in the Goonies. <laughs> I mean, that's how we relate everything. I that scene, but that encapsulates the acting in the movie, right? Like, I think that scene is supposed to be funny, right? Oh, Again, well, I mean, it is, but not the way they <laughs> right, think right. It is. Like they're having this like banter, like we're friends, we're enemies, right? This is the turn where he turns on her. And he's like, I'm giving you a chance to come back and we can work it out. And then she's like, fuck you, no. Right. But you don't figure that out. It's just, it's so bad. Uh, he's born in 51. So, yeah, 53. All right. Yeah. So younger, actually. Yeah. Than I thought. Yeah. But anyway. I mean, old enough for her, obviously, you know. I mean, that scene almost made the movie worth watching. I laughed out loud. And I was just, because I, I, I thought to myself, is this really happening? Did they put this in the movie? Because it felt like a joke. Like we're this is like we're we're going like we're we're filming rehearsal we're just going through the motions yeah not this is the actual movie right so uh so the how the movie ends is uh she gets arrested she goes to rehab while in rehab the tabloids offer her three million to write her memoirs and name names oh right okay so yeah, she yeah. at first agrees to do it Corbin Burnson picks her up at rehab takes her out of there apparently for, yeah again, I know you could do totally that totally confusing or she was like in a halfway house I yeah think, so, true. but still it was very odd that was funny that was the funniest part of the movie when the woman opens the door and she goes yeah she goes oh yeah i can show you to her but i get a fifteen thousand dollar finding fee yeah <laughs> she's like the guy goes what he goes i'm just kidding yeah <laughs> she was funny i know she should have been hiding flights <laughs> so they take her out to the to a you know a location outside hollywood and he basically threatens her says if she named names but he does but he's so he, good he at does, that he scene. doesn't he, he like doesn't. walks her out like we're friends 
but yeah. we're not friends. Like, you yeah. know, it was so this good. This is a business arrangement. Yeah, and it was so good. And part of that business arrangement was you don't name names. Yeah, and, and because the whole time she had been that way with everybody, right? Like, oh, actually, you know, you got to pay me. I don't just fuck you because I like you. But she became friends with him. Right. He, she thought. And it's funny. And he yeah. says a line to her, which was, which was good. And he goes, look, after all this, you're going to have a life. He's like, you might not think you're going to have a life, but you're going to have a life after this. Yeah, it was good. And... And at the end of the movie, she says that. Like, after she gets out, she does 20 months, I think, in jail. That ending was the worst ending of oh, anything we've seen. It just, it just like, it's like they ran out of film. Yeah. They're yeah. like, well, that's it. That's all we can film. And, like, she's, and she gets, she's going to the car. She's like, and I did have a life after that. And she, like, opens a boutique, I think. Yeah. Boutique. I mean, her life has been in shambles since then, but yeah. Right. So I, I don't know what she's doing up to now. Well, she she was married to Dennis Hoff, and she had, like, a brothel in Vegas, but then yeah. she got her license taken away. Oh, and God. so now she's like, now she invested in like green energy. I think she has like a wind farm or something. Hmm. I don't know. I guess she has some money, so that's good, I guess. I guess she retained, but I guess. That ending was it was like um what's the other one where the, the helicopter just flies away? Uh <laughs> oh, the one where the kids in the dumpster. <laughs> this is a game I have yet to do, but I it's know. been in my head. <laughs> Your favorite where I don't know what anything is. Yeah. Oh <laughs> Arson Mom? Yeah. Where the movie just ends like they're like he's safe and they just literally the camera just pulls back on a helicopter and it's, that's the end of the movie. Yeah. There's no like and then this happened. Like <laughs> this is she just drives away. Yeah, they do like this is what this person's doing, this is what this person's doing. When you doing. have to put in five paragraphs of text to wrap I up the story. Reading. But but then end the movie like that. Like don't don't make a text like that's the uh, just so it's, stupid. It's, it's a lazy way. Out. Right. It's an hour and 20 minutes. You couldn't do 10 minutes of like what happens. I, I hated it. I fuck. This is just I just wrote that was a huge piece of shit. What was that ending? <laughs> and that brings us to the end of call me colon the rise and fall of Heidi Flay. So Dr. Martin is scale the one to five uh, super cuts. What do you give this one? I think it's my first zero. Wow. Zero. I think this. I, there's nothing redeeming. All right. There's, there's, we, we watched the 10 seconds of the movie that's worth watching and we talked about Corbin Burnson. That's it. Cause and here, here's the true tragedy. I don't even think the script is that bad. No, it's I think not the at way all. they made it is, is made it bad. Cause the story's interesting. Right. And like, again, it, it, all those lines are, if they're delivered well, that it, it's a more interesting movie. It's, I'm not going to say it's a five, but it's probably a two or a two and a half. Mm. But they, she just kills it, like destroys the movie and then everyone else is bad. Yeah. All right. Well, I won't give it a zero. Really? No. Wow. I, all right. Because you're I, fucking. All right. Go ahead. I gotta listen, hear this. Because part of this is how crazy bad it is. But it's not though. Like but that's it the is, thing. It is. Because all right, Ivan. That character is insane. How they made him look was crazy. That's true. That scene alone with the call. Is worth a half star, half point for me. I guess. I mean, it's so we watched it three times I, in the last. I know, hours. but like, it's just the whole movie's so I'll bad. Give it a, I'll give it a, a one and a half. Wow, which one is and a bad half. score. I mean, to be a zero, like I think there's movies that I've hated more that we've watched. Really? Yeah. Oh wow. Uh, dashing through the snow that was worse than this. But again, like the people in it were at least good. Like I, to me, I it's know, like the acting it's the girl can, from. Uh, <laughs> yeah, here we go. Montana Sky yeah, is in it. Yeah, right. And she's a good actress, and the guy was fine. But the whole the movie was so boring. They yeah. literally drove and walked. Yeah, but th- that almost is better to me. Like this isn't this is too bad to be bad, right? It's not a bad. It's not a fun bad movie. It's not like the no. Room. It's not fun bad because like the room at least lingers on the nonsense. Like this but is it's just so like, inept. <laughs> there's something it, uh, not. I wouldn't say charming about it, but maybe. Mm. 
redeeming about it. I generally agree with that logic, right? That if something's so inept and so bad, you can make fun of it and have fun with it and enjoy watching it. Oh, no, I'll never watch it again. Right. That's what I mean. So, like, this to me is just absolutely zero. I think a zero. <laughs> I don't know what a zero would be. I mean, there's ones where I stop it and it, we're 10 minutes in. I'm like, oh, this is going to be a I long hardly time. ever do that. You do it more than I do. I yeah. did it with this one. It was 15 minutes. Oh, wow. And I was like, Shit. I think the first time I stopped was like 42 minutes or oh, something. Oh, wow. Like I said, it was I was not excited to watch this, but but I thought it was going to be good. I like the story, right? I'm like I like Jamie Lee. I like these actors, right? And like with Robert Dobby, it felt like that he it seemed like his big chance to be a lead actor. Like he's always that guy in a movie, but he's never Telly brother, right? But he's not a star, right? Well, who would you cast instead of him if you had to like recast this? Oh, oh, this whole movie. So we so Saul Rubinick stays obviously. Jamie Lynn Sigler gone. Davi, I think, can go. Or or they gotta massively rewrite the movie. Yeah. Well, I yeah, we're good with, with one of the nine old girls as the star. For sure. Or even Claire Robertson. Or Claire Claire yeah. uh, Kathleen yeah, Robertson. Kathleen Robertson. She would have been good too. Uh as as Oh, you know who's Ivan? actually you know who should have been? Vanessa Marcel. Yeah, right. Like perfect. slim, like pretty, like looks enough like her, can act, is really good in those like bitchy roles. Yeah, like that's yeah. her fucking that's her wheelhouse. Yeah. As far as Ivan, oh god, like a aging sleazeball. I mean in some ways Corbin Burnson would have been better as that guy, except he's Turkish. Right. Yeah, you need somebody that could do it. Like I'm trying to think. But of he did it, but he's doing Turkish in that. That's why that's funny, is he's trying to be Turkish. Right. Or like Hungarian. Bronson, like Bronson Pinchot. Right. So he's just overdoing it. Like, oh, it's, but instead he sounds like Tommy Wiseau, where he's like from nowhere. You know, he's got an accent. From New Orleans. Like, right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> like, it just. So I don't know if you. I think in some ways you just recast that as American. You don't make him foreign and just. Yeah. Because you don't need it. It doesn't do anything. No, it doesn't. No. It's just. It's accurate, but who gives a shit yeah. at that point? And then, like, even like Alex, they could have gotten somebody competent to do her. Yeah. Like, um, oh, what's her name? Uh, uh, oh, who's on the Americans? Oh yeah, perfect. Right. Perfect. I mean, she maybe is. She too, would have been perfect. Although at that time she might have been able. You, now you wouldn't be able to get her. But then you might have been yeah, able to. She Margot Martindale. Yep. She would have been from perfect. Deadwood and other stuff. Yep, yeah. Absolutely. Um. Yeah. I'm trying to. Think no. Who, there. You're right. You. You said this before. There's a good movie in there. It's just. It's oof. not with this cast. Yeah. And not with this director. I'm just trying to think of who's like a character actor around that age who like would have fit. Like better. 50s. Then I. Uh, I don't know. Off the top of my head, I don't. I mean, 15. Who's not ago. too big a star, but is at least. A name, right? Like, because that's a tough call because they clearly couldn't get a star star. No. What about even like a Harry Hamlin, right? So another L.A. Law yeah. alum, like, a, like, a, but a guy who like plays smarmy really well, yeah. and like is manipulative because that's what you needed from Davi. Was he was too he was too strong man. Yeah, you needed him to be. But a little he was more, like a he let her walk all over him too. Right. Though that's what I mean. You need him to be like manipulative within the power relationship of like right. you're fucking me in the money, you know, rather than like where's my money, you know, he's just like this meathead. Yeah. Ah. I was needed like like a younger like Burt Reynolds almost type right yeah or like a yeah like a Burt Reynolds light like a guy who would be on a yeah. TV movie at, you know right oh, like yeah, that but, type of actor though yeah but, yeah because you need to be charismatic and slimy and you can hate the guy but also understand why she's with him because that's correct. the part because you, you don't understand it yeah, there's nothing besides her going like I'll fuck anything over 40 years old because I'm I like money I guess yeah question mark I mean and this guy's not that's the other thing is he's not famous or rich as no. far as I can tell. No. So like why he's making his money off bringing women to this madam. Right. As far as I can Finders tell. Finders fees. Right. Which is probably decent money, but still like, uh, they might as well call it finder fees. The Yvonne, <laughs> the Yvonne, Yvonne Nash story. <laughs> I call it Nash story. I, it's so, uh, I, it makes me so mad. I just don't even know how to feel. 
Oh when God. when they were like hooking up one time, he should have just been like, "It's Naj time." <laughs> <laughs> Massage to Naj. <laughs> just pulls out his nuts. He's like, oh. <laughs> oh, oh boy. good lord, what a All piece right. of shit! All Get right, that Ken. fucking fan boat fired up. Oh wait, hold on. We're gonna we're gonna make some stops first. Oh, we are. Oh, all, all right. right. I had to. Well, I felt like we are had we to going do... to Turkey. <laughs> <laughs> if only. I, I felt like we had I, because I knew this. E- even despite the fact that we were still at an hour, I thought there was no way. Well, we talked about yeah nonsense because we, we knew this movie sucked. Yeah. and there's just nothing to do. All right, so I, th- I think you could just edit out the movie at this point. This one, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's fair. All right, Ken. So we're gonna go back to our new favorite game. I forgot what this one was. I'm really losing my mind. The IMDb keywords game. Oh, okay. Well, oh yeah, when we played last time, we didn't have the, the yeah, music. Yeah, that's right. All right. <laughs> it's kind of funny. We were before recording. We were someone had done a super cut of all the number one Billboard hits on YouTube, uh, a YouTube video of all the number one. Bill- um, <laughs> and so we were watching it. Like a number of our theme songs came up, including this one. <laughs> So we're going to play the IMDb keywords game. I'm going to give you a keyword. Okay. And you're going to tell me, is it a, a keyword for this movie? Are you ready? I should almost try to guess the keywords. I mean. No, don't go ahead. It would be hilarious because <laughs> there's some you will never, ever get oh, okay. that, I that I didn't even put on the list because they're so insane because it would just wow. be. All right. So number one, sexy. Uh, yes. Incorrect. Because this movie is not sexy. <laughs> it, didn't, it didn't register. <laughs> it's so true. <laughs> Sex. Yes. Correct. <laughs> Sexual. Oh, man. No. Correct. All right, now you get warm. <laughs> Cynicism. Yes. Correct. <laughs> Mentor. No. Correct. <laughs> You're too good at this. Charlie Sheen. Oh, wow. Yes. Incorrect. Oh. I know. It seems like it would be like a real selling point. Female nudity. Yes. Correct. <laughs> Brothel. Mm-hmm. Hmm. No. <laughs> incorrect. Ah, <damn> it. <laughs> Even though it's not really a brothel. No. Yeah. You know. High-end prostitute. Yes. Incorrect. <laughs> so brothel, yes. High prostitute, <laughs> no. <laughs> these are just, uh, I'm making myself laugh just thinking about writing these. All right. Name dropping. No. Yes, it was. Why? Why would somebody search that on IMDb? <laughs> Who's a shit? <laughs> it's so stupid. Uh, okay, last one. Camel toe. No. Incorrect. What? <laughs> So, oh, I what didn't. algorithm is IMDb <laughs> using that that pops up? I, I, dude, I think it's just users. They can put whatever they want. They're literally allowed to just tag anything. This one had a ton of keywords. I, I, <laughs> There's too many. It, 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 <laughs> and actually, I'll give IMDb user credit. Um, Pumiata said, sexy flash with no substance and a poorly cast leading lady. I mean, honestly, if we if we don't need a whole podcast, we could have just read that. Uh, where are the keywords? Forty keywords. Wow. Prostitute, hubris, 
Revenge. Yeah, Hubris is a good one for this. Movie. Yeah, I thought about that, but it seemed a little obvious. Uh, what are the funniest ones? Um, Body Double. So you got that one. Yep. This is this is actually I should have maybe done a Price of Fame. Wow, I would have guessed no, but yeah. Although there's no way you would have made that up either. Right. That's that's why these are hard because they're so insane. Uh, foursome. Okay. I guess they're yeah. That's right. The three. Yeah. Three and them. Corbin. Corbin. Um, where said camel toe? Rise and fall. <laughs> Money laundering. Gold digger. <laughs> uh, those are probably the best All ones. Right. And brothel madam. Oh, sex in office. That's a funny one. Sex in office. Okay. Yeah. They're so. Descri- I love it. Like I love that this is very precise. Someone's clicking on this, looking for these specific things. All right, Ken. So that was the IMDb keyword game. That's a fun, quick one. Easy. Sing it, Sharon. Gary Sharon, underrated. I would say. Yeah, good band. Wholehearted. I like that song. That's a great song. I great that, song. That, that's probably my that's probably my favorite extreme song. Yeah, I would agree. <clears throat> extreme three pornography. <laughs> um actually I think it's the extreme previous two. Album. Yeah, extreme two pornography. Or one's porn three might be pornography, extreme two might just it be says something it right else. There. Oh, does it? Yeah. <laughs> oh. There you go, sir. Idiot. You're an idiot. <laughs> I wasn't looking at it. I'm looking at my phone actually. <laughs> All right, so we're going back to a game that I enjoy playing, the Who Dated Whom game. So we're going to find out who wanted to be the lover of Heidi Fleiss wow. and Jamie Lynn Sigler. So they, they're Eskimo sisters? No, but I'm just the two people we're going to cover. Oh. I'm confused you'll by the game. You, you'll see. It's simple. You're a simple man. It's a simple game. Yeah, it's true. I'm an idiot. All right. So I'm going to give you a list of people who dated, who may have dated Jamie Lynn Sigler. You tell me yes or no. Okay. Joe Pavelski, NHL star. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have to guess one by one? Yeah. Wow. That's a tough one. Because he's slightly younger than us. They're probably the same age. Uh... Yes. <laughs> no. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> What an obscure person to name. I know. I, I, I thought hard about it. I was like, she would definitely date a hockey player. It just felt, re- it felt real to me. And I was like, all right, I need someone that age. And yeah. I was like, oh. And he's on the West Coast for the most sure. part. I thought, yeah. okay. Uh, Jerry Ferrara, turtle. I think that's true. That is true. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> it made me laugh. Matthew Stafford. Yes. No. Oh. <laughs> Should name every mediocre hockey ball. Well, Joe Pelosi is great. Yeah, but. I know, but Cutter Dykstra. Who's that? Uh, minor league baseball player. Oh. Is that Lenny Dykstra's son? I think so. I want to say yes. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Mark Sanchez. Yes, the... I remember that. Yes, correct. All right. So yeah, you got you did all right. All right. Half. Half. Or an F. <laughs> depends, depends on how we're grading. All right, now we're going to play Who Was Reported to Be in Heidi Fleiss's Black oh, Book? All right. This, I don't know anything besides the ones mentioned in the movie. Yeah, I figured you would know some of the Meadow Soprano ones, but. All right. Number one, Steven Spielberg. Oh, wow. Director of WPINK. 
<laughs> a joke for no one. Um, so Steve, famous, maybe the most famous director. Yeah. No. Correct. Okay. I know. You started to get started to think about like, am I, oh my god, be disappointed by this game? Maybe. <laughs> OJ lawyer Robert Shapiro. Hmm. Yes. Correct. Hmm. OJ lawyer Johnny Cochran. No. Correct. Wow. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, he was already juggling like two he families. Was, yeah. So, you know, the chances that he's also paying for sex seem unlikely. Dale Earnhardt. Oh, wow. The Intimidator. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Correct. All right. What is going on with who's calling you? I, it's the fucking spam calls. It's been the same number 10 times in a row. Just block it. I don't know. I'm dumb. Everybody I, says. <laughs> Uh, Johnny Depp. Yes. Correct. <laughs> Him I probably could have guessed off the top of yeah, my head. that's fair. Richard Grieco. Oh, wow. Booker. No. Correct. Yeah. Boy, I'm bad at this. Mario Andretti. Mentioned earlier today, oddly enough, I in a total coincidence by you. <laughs> um. All right. He's the only one I so far I really know nothing about. I mean, you know who he is. Yeah. And I know he's in an Amy Grant song. Uh, <laughs> Which is insane on its I'm own. I'm going to say, mm, I love this, this is a very obscure one for you to pick. I'm going to say yes. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Correct. I thought fucking Dale Earnhardt was obscure for Heidi Flay. So like, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. All right, I'm not going to look you in the face for any more. <laughs> Jack Nicholson. Ooh, I think he would be the biggest name. And well, we're gonna find out, aren't we? That's that's the toughest one for me so far. And again, these are all reported, so I can't say for sure they were yeah. in there. But these are reported names. I'll Lovely. say yes. Correct. Yeah. Jesus Christ, got all of them except for what? No, you got them no, all. Right? Them all yeah, you got them all right. Yeah. Um, Lee Trevino. <laughs> No. <laughs> Correct. PGA star. George Lucas. Oh, my God. Wow. I mean, he's a nerd. <laughs> I don't know how that plays into it, but all well, right. Well, I think sometimes for these guys, right, and this is why I, I second-guessed Schmielsberg was they're nerds their whole life. Yeah. They don't know how to talk to women, probably. Or if they do... So like, it's easier for... And they're super right. famous. It's easier for them to just call Heidi Fleiss. Right. Or to have... If they might have, like, a wife, but they're, like, they're really into some weird shit. And they're, like, right. it's just easier to pay $50,000 to, like, yeah. shit on a glass table. <laughs> um, Shit, that's a tough one, too. I'll say no. Incorrect. Oh, my oh, God. I didn't sweep the category. Final one. George Lucas was mentioned wow. in her black book. Isn't that wild? That's a big one, yeah. I know. I was shocked. I was and like, really I know he's very strange. I yeah. mean, all these. I mean, well, yeah, when you're super sure. rich, when yeah, you, you, you have a billion dollars at age thirty. Like, yeah, what do you, you know? Who knows? <laughs> you crying? Yeah, I was, la I was laughing so hard, I was crying. <laughs> Wait, I, that's why I had the paper up. I couldn't wipe my face. It was making me laugh. Uh, wow. All right, so that was a uh, that was good. That was hard. Yeah, I, I knew I knew the black book. Well, would be I know when you name Johnny Depp, then Richard Grieco, one of them is going to be no. <laughs> I didn't know what order to do it in. That yeah. I, I thought about it. Fine. 
no satisfaction there. All right, Ken, we are now going to go oh, right. to Shaolin Land. Let's find out some interesting facts about people's net worth. I didn't go too crazy because we had the other games. So, and you know, I assume one of the categories will be Sopranos, maybe. But I don't know. I really have no Shake idea what any of those guys are worth. Yeah, I, I had a lot of options actually. Corbin Burnson, Davi, sure. You go L.A. Law. I go Sopranos. Yeah. Are you watching that uh, Wu Tang documentary? No. What channel is it on? Um, a streaming service. Might be Hulu. Oh, okay. Or oh boy, I don't have. Might be Netflix. I can't remember now. It's called Of Mikes and Men. Oh, nice. it's really good. Title. I've yeah, I've all, I, I watched the first episode, uh, which is all about the formation them growing up in Staten sure. Island in Brooklyn. Um, it's really it's really good. Yeah, I love Wu Tang. Oh, you'll fucking love it. Yes, yeah. it's very interesting because they get them all back together and they're like watching old movies of themselves and like talk. <laughs> they're in a theater together. It's really, it sounds weird, but it really yeah, works. I believe it. You know, it's yeah, and they're they're fucking fascinating dudes. Like yeah. they're all very and they're funny. Yeah, yeah, and they're just really thoughtful. Like they're just, you can see why they're like great rappers. Sure, like, they're just so they they're very how they say things is very interesting. Um, all right, so we are going to do Sopranos. We're going to do Sopranos JV Squad. <laughs> So I'm going to give you Jamie Lynn Sigler, Robert Eiler, who played AJ, yep. Tony Sirico, Paulie Walnuts, yep. Drea DiMatteo. Yep. What's her fucking I already just blanked. Um, Adriana. Adriana. Uh, Christopher Maltesante's girlfriend. Correct. And wife, I guess, eventually, or fiance. Yeah. Spoilers again for Sopranos. One of the best death scenes. Yeah, that's a good one. They drive up to like Ramapo. Oh yeah, it's good. All right, see. All right, so let me do this real quick. Uh, hmm. Yeah, and I thought it'd be interesting to see like kind of how they ended up because I realized unlike maybe some of those other big shows, well, that's the thing is like, but maybe they were like I just didn't know. Again, the Feeney was. Yeah, 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 I'm sure Edie Falco was. You you have no show without those two, but yeah, exactly. But you can imagine like the long waits and like because if you're acting and you're not allowed to be in anything for a year because you're waiting to be on oh, Sopranos. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Like, I wonder, mm. or, or maybe you are. I don't know because Sigler did this during so. But it probably limited. Working. Like you can't go and be on a sitcom. You know what I mean? So you can't be on something that's ongoing. Yeah, I think I underestimated her, but you know what? Let me go with my first instinct. Okay. All right. So Sigler, I'm going to go four. Okay. Eiler, two. Okay. Paulie Walnuts, eight. And Mateo seven. All right, we'll go B to T, and this is going to shock you, I think. Some I'm, shocking yeah, numbers. I, I'm not confident at all this week. Tony Sirico, $10 million. All right, so he's close. But he's the bottom. Oh, he's the bottom. Oh, wow. Okay. Coming in tied for wow. second, Robert Eiler and Drain Mateo, $15 million. Which they, I'm, they were getting paid then. I'm surprised though because she's still working, right? Like she's in stuff. She was yeah, like she's in. She was like uh, sitcom. She's in movies. She's in, she's in the show I started watching. A million little things she's in now. So yeah, she's consistently worked. That's what I mean. Like you know, I thought she was even. I, I went as high as I did with her because she was in uh, the Joey spinoff. Right. That's what I'm saying. So like, she must have gotten paid. She's coming off Sopranos. He's coming off Friends. Yeah. They had to pay those. Right. Things. She's probably making. I mean, it stunk. But five hundred million, five hundred thousand dollars an episode. So that's think. you know seven, eight million dollars at least. Yeah, true. All uh, right. I mean, I know they probably didn't make all of them, uh, but still, right. that's what I thought too. I was like, oh, she's been really. Wor- I thought she'd be higher, 
What um, about Siegler? So Siegler comes in number one, twenty five million. Wow, that's I guess the maybe the, the divorce. The the guy that previous guy, because uh, oh, maybe he was rich. He had money, maybe. I'm assuming. Hmm. That's it's because it's the only thing that makes sense. Because there's no way unless she just was really good with her money. It, I mean, it's possible. Yeah, I guess you're getting paid a million dollars. She's a not season. spending anything. She's not spending outrageously. She had the music, maybe but that one really, music contract. Yeah, but sometimes you lose money on those with the. the I I think they given these numbers, I think they were getting paid well at the end of the Sopranos. Yeah, I mean that probably that last season they're all getting at least a million. I would, and, think. and Tony's probably getting ten. Yeah, yeah. But so, but that's still like. No, I think no. I that's think, still twelve years ago. Because what AJ has been in nothing. But for him, that fifteen. But here's the thing: he was a kid, so they've had to put all that money. They were investing that money. Yeah, he wasn't spending true. any of it. So, so let's say he turns eighteen in season four or five. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, yeah. yeah so, you're right. So that money's been making money. That so, so you, let's say he puts it in a CD. Money never sleeps. In in two thousand one, it makes three percent. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like he's still killing it. Yeah. I get, and yeah, they could just be those two were good with their money. Yeah, their parents maybe were you know were in charge. Charge. I don't know how that happened. Okay, we're gonna do celebrity net worth major league. Oh, major. Now this one, I really league. have no idea. This is why I wanted to do it. I I wanted to know. So Corbin Burnson, Wesley Snipes. Oh, oh man, that's that's the toughest one we've ever done, probably. Tom Berenger. Mm-hmm. Charles Sheen. I'm gonna be wrong in all these this week. But these are worst performance. I, but I think these are impossible. Like I, 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 I sincerely thought like I'm just gonna look these up because I don't know what any of these numbers are. I have no idea. Yeah, it's gonna be great. All right, Burnson. Um, again, I'm long career, but long career. Like he's been well, si- since the mid '80s. He's been acting. He's been in acting in L.A. Law was a monster show. Major League, he probably didn't get paid all that much. If I had it, it doesn't seem like that. Maybe movie for had the a... sequel, maybe. Oh, that's true. I bet. Yeah, because he's the only one who really came back, right? Yeah, uh, for both of them. Yeah, because he's like the manager, right? At some point, I think Tom Berenger comes back for the second. One. Oh, that's right. He's the manager, and then he owns Burnson. the. He owns. Uh, he's in the third one. Tom or Corbin Burnson. Yeah, so I'm saying with Bacula. Yeah. Um. Shit. What about Bacula as a uh, Ivan? Yeah, it'd be good. It's, it's yeah. different. Yeah, I think he's too big still. Yeah, maybe. 2004? I mean, he's never come across our net worth, surprisingly. Yeah, it is actually surprising. Are right, we sure he hasn't? I, I don't think so. I should really have a database, but I don't. Again, any enterprising uh, CB fans want to build the wiki? Snipes got, was tax evasion. I mean, come on. Come out. But we've had, we've had more than one of these tax evasion ones, so... I mean, the real question is, do we have a Jamiroquai? Do we have a Coolio? Or or can they even be Jamiroquai Coolio when we know what's happened to these guys? Yeah. It's tough. I, I grant you, it is tough. All right. Cause like, so I'm going to go... You want me to do B to T? Yeah, go for it. I'm going to do Wesley, Wesley Dipes. <laughs> <laughs> a joke for no one. I'll go $3 million. I I don't know how much he lost and how much he made back. It's impossible to know. I'll go Behringer at 10 I'll go Burnson at 22 and Sheen at 50. I see smirking. It, it's just, it's, it's fascinating because it's all over the map and the numbers are all over the map. Actually, no, they're not all over the map. All right. B to T. Coming at the bottom, Corbin Burnson, which is insane in some ways, right? 
Unless he also has been terrible with his money. Or multiple divorces. I mean, that seems likely, but like, who's been worse with their money than Charlie Sheen and Wesley Snipes? Well, that's what I'm thinking. (laughs) How's Wesley Snipes not at the bottom? (laughs) Not negative. Or Sheen. Well, Sheen, I think, would be over the hundreds. uh, Well, we're going to find out. So, you said 22, it was six. Whoa! That's terrifying. All right. Uh, Wesley, no, sorry. Uh, uh, Berenger, coming in next. You said ten. It was eight. All right. Now see that that's reasonable. Yeah, because he had the most, he had the longest career and very steady. Yeah, yeah. He was always working. Mm-hmm. Maybe not big paydays, but, but you know, big movies, if nothing. Yeah, else. yeah. And like a nice career, right? Yeah, the sniper movies. Yep. Yeah. Let's not forget the substitute. <laughs> Colin, oh God, we can't do, we can't do this again. <laughs> we didn't even do that on mic. I don't think I know. we were just doing it for fun. <laughs> we're fucking idiots. Um. Tied for first. Wow. No way. <laughs> this is crazy. So if I, now that you know they're tied for first, what would you change? So you had Wesley Snipes at three and yeah. Charlie Sheen at 50. I, I'll split the difference. They're each at 30. Okay. Coming in at number one, $10 million. For both of them? For both. Wow. So I, I, I never thought I would be closer with Snipes than yeah. Sheen. I know. When you said that, I was like, holy shit. Yeah. So, I, I mean, Charlie Sheen, at some point, so I did a little reading. You know, I mean, I, we knew about his meltdown and all that stuff. But I didn't think he would. I thought he, no, realistically, if he doesn't have all those issues. That, oh, that 250 he, Yeah. That's I mean, what I'm saying. There's a lot of money to lose. That show. I just, think, so, just from Two and a Half Men alone. One of the articles, I mean, it's always hard to know, but he said in some article that I used to have $150 million. Now I have less than 50 no, yeah. M- let me check. Maybe I wrote that. No, one. I believe. I'm no, going to check. We again. each think he would be in the nine figures. All right. Let me make sure I didn't write down wrong. Now I'm feeling like maybe I just it was a clerical error. No, that. I mean, if it's not true, it, it, I would believe it. That it, it is true. Because that's. It's so. Yeah, for him, 10, 10 million. No, I believe that he's worth. No, I want to check because it seemed like so wrong. I was like, wait, did I. Maybe I just copied. He, that means he lost $140 million. And that show's still on. So he's making money from two and a half men. You know, or the reruns, I mean. And like, all right, even if he didn't have endorsements or anything, he still... Was he endorsing, like, horny goat weed? Yeah, right? Like, like, all right, I guess none of these other guys are in commercials, really, either, but... Um, maybe in Japan maybe or cars something. Maybe But, uh... I feel like Wesley Snipes did do some commercials. Yeah, when, he when might he, have, But when to he make was, some money back when yeah. he came back. And I, apparently, he is, like, an executive producer on but the Blade that, movies. Oh, that every person in Sopranos is worth more than Charlie Sheen? Yeah. Or, or Wesley Snipes, even after Tax Evasion. See, after Tax Evasion, I could see they, they took everything. But I feel like Resid's... And then he had to make his well, way But back. let's say you get, he gets out of jail 2006, right? So he's got yeah, 13 years of just a... Just, checks are just coming in. Yeah. It's not like he's doing anything. And he's executive producing the Blade movies and the, she, the reboots and all that. That's what I'm thinking he's making his money from. But that's... I mean, in some ways, that's very impressive. That his it is. It's like, I mean, it's crazy. He hasn't really been in anything, right? Since... Not that I remember. Anything big, anyway. I don't anyway. think so. Which, I really is, don't know. Why is he not being cast in anything, by the way? I don't know. I, it's not like he, he was a, a, a sexual predator No, I, type I, guy. I heard he was just like one of those difficult people on set. Like, he just was kind of a dick to everybody. Oh, uh, okay. Like, I, I guess, who is it? Is it Patton Oswalt that's in the Blade, the third Blade? It's it's him. It's uh, Ryan Reynolds and yeah. uh, Jessica Biel's in it. Yeah, I think Patton Oswalt plays he like, might, like, like a, the techie guy because he he has this whole bit about Wesley Snipes and saying that like, might be true. He said he said he never came out of his trailer, so like every scene of Wesley Snipes is not Wesley Snipes. 
is what he said. He's like, it's why you never see him from the front. There's like, he said he filmed for like one hour a day. He'd film his lines and another guy would stand there and be him and do all the moves and all this yeah, stuff. So that's I, crazy. I know, but like, it's so funny. He was released from prison in 2013. Okay, so, so six years. He made that bad. But how much did he lose? How much did he? I have mean, he to, had to go to zero. I would he, think, he owed right? Millions of dollars to the government. So he's another one, really, that would have been close to 100 then. Yeah, yeah. Wow, you would think, or at least I would have said like 80. 50. Yeah. yeah, it's it's hard to know again. Because in the 90s, he was killing every movie. Like he was making blockbuster after blockbuster. Right, like. Let's see. Um, Getting money from Blockbuster. Notice of in federal tax lien in connection with approximately $23.5 million in federal tax liabilities. That's just for 2001, 2003. Or right. no, 2001 and 2003 through 2006. So that's assuming all those other years were paid. So that's a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you what, though. He did win a Cable Ace Award. For what? Vietnam War Story. I never saw it. I, I apparently have already clicked on it, so I, I guess I have I mean, seen it. Oh, man, it's crazy. So he was working for 20 years at that point, pretty much. Yeah, his first movies maybe like... Like the, Wildcats? Yeah, like, Wild, nailed it. Wildcats. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he's fucking great. He's, he's a good actor. I nope. like him. Yeah, he's great. I'm, that sucks that, that he's a dude. He's like, really I, good in the Spike Lee movies. They're, they're hit or miss to some degree, yeah. but like Jungle Fever, he's really good. White Man Can't Jump. I mean, that's, Yeah, he's great. Yeah. He's fucking one of these snipes. That that began the run of like Pastor Fifty Seven. Okay, Boiling Point, whatever. I liked it, but yeah, kind of forgettable. Money Train. Well, that before that, money. that was probably the last one that was even remotely good. Uh, Rising Sun, Demolition Man. Yeah, Rising Sun was good. Demolition Man is you know classic. Yeah. Uh, Drop Zone. I don't remember that. One. Oh, that's great. <laughs> I love you, Doctor Snuggles. Trying to get up in Kenny's shit. She's mad that we're not paying attention. <laughs> uh, Sugar Hill, which I liked, um, which is more of like an indie movie. To Wong Fu, Money Train, Wayne to Exhale, The Fan. And this is where it starts to go the down. The Fan made a lot of money, I think. Yeah. There's Bobby D's in that, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Murder at 1600, which we talked about on yeah. this. One Night Stand, which I don't remember. Yeah, that's when he... I, probably after Murder at 1600, he kind of falls off. Yeah, U.S. Marshals, maybe. Is the, oh, yeah, Which yeah. I actually really like. That's liked. a good movie. I think that really it's is underrated. underrated as a sequel. Because everybody wanted it to be The Fugitive. And it was in a way, but it just wasn't. But it was more of an action movie than the fugitive. It wasn't like a psychological thriller as much as it was like a chase movie. Yeah, but it's Which also is good though. But it's also him trying to prove it's like had a similar plot, but yeah. like but it's just Wesley Snipes instead of fucking Harrison, Harrison Ford. Harry Ford yeah. Which is actually in some ways a better movie. I, I love the that's oh, one, it's great. It's one of the most watchable movies. I remember yeah. being in the theater it's just awesome. like transfixed by it. Yeah. Like it was so good. Um yeah, then it's really the Blade movies and then the, the Oh early yeah, Blade brought him back in a in a way. Yeah. But then there's like Undisputed, the boxing movie in jail, which is actually a great concept. Dude, um, oh, that first Blade movie is so good. Yeah, I really it's so. That's good. actually maybe my favorite comic book movie. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah, and you know I don't like those movies. Yeah, and then then it's just like it's just funny because when that movie was made, it wasn't even advertised as a Marvel movie. Oh yeah, I didn't know like, if you didn't know he was like a Spider-Man I did, villain. I just you'd be like. Holy shit! Like I'm like they made a movie out of Blade of all characters. I went to see because it was Wesley Snipes with a fucking sword. I was like, <laughs> and there's like vampires. Hunter. I was like, this is awesome. Like, yeah. Who doesn't like this? Yeah, yeah, it's fascinating. Oh, he's on an episode of Man Called Hawk, the sequel to Spencer for Hire. <laughs> cool, 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 cow, cool. You're real cool. All right, well, that was Celebrity Net Worth for today. Oh wow! All right. Yeah, that was a good one. We had a number of games. That was hard. Today. That was a hard one. I, yeah, and I thought it was also just you know. Difficult. Any of those actors could have been fifty million or zero. It's great. <laughs> like yeah, right. You're like it's Corbin Burns, and that's and... what makes a good game. Exactly. You're like, oh, he owns, you know, uh... he owns a llama, <laughs> right? It's just like what, what? 
or he has like a restaurant in like a, a mall food court like he's just like oh yeah, yeah great he has a orange julius yeah he owns a philly cheesesteak like one of my favorite snl skits ever with sylvester oh, stallone so good. <laughs> so good. <laughs> i haven't thought about that in a while oh, god that was that's a good one that's so classic i was thinking of another classic snl skit the other day that that made me laugh well they're constantly in our oh heads. it was uh because uh i was driving home and Stupid uh, Michael Bublé was on, like the Hammond Bublé. Oh yeah, it's funny. John Hamm, that's yeah, a good really one. Really yeah. good. All right, so uh, we don't know what we're doing uh, yet. Well, we got to do our second Mesa Horny movie. Yeah, we got fourteen days to figure it out. <laughs> Hopefully, it'll be sexier and or funnier than this. Uh, I hope so. I I I do think. Well, it, again, I I'm always a fan of if there's another Heidi Fleiss movie, we could try and do that <laughs> and see if it's know. any we'll better. See. But all right, so we'll see what's going on. We'll get you the next movie for Dr. Macabre's film. Ken Norsky has been another episode of the Cyberbullies. Yep. On the next Cyberbullies podcast, the Cyberbullies wrap up May So Horny. Starring no one you've ever heard of. Jim said Robert invited him to go to the car show this weekend, so. Oh, gosh. What just happened? Oh. <laughs> Every once in a while, I get this searing pain in my hip. It's... You need to go see an acupuncturist. When I had that thing with my neck, it's the only thing that worked, and the guy I saw was good. I'll give you his number. Acupuncture is a study of the body as a whole. Chi is the energy that flows through us. And when it's interrupted, you have pain. But that doesn't mean that the block is in the hip. It might be somewhere else in the body. Well, it may take a few sessions, but we'll figure it out. It's the secret sex life of a single mom.